So the big question is this. How does a powerful, high-achieving woman who's successful in every part of her life, except with men, dating, and relationships, meet, attract, and create that healthy relationship that lasts with the right man? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Barry Price, and welcome to Her Dating and Relationship Secrets. Secret number 260, the power of cognitive distortion. Joanna was hung up on a guy that wouldn't commit. She'd met him a few years before, and they'd slowly gotten to know each other as friends. But then the romantic overtures had begun. He would spend Friday nights, Saturdays, doing boyfriend-girlfriend type things together with her. You know, going on little day trips, going to the movies, talking on the phone in the evenings after work. He wanted to, uh, to kiss, to have sex, to start progressing that. But she was very clear from past relationships and who she was now that she didn't want to go that way. She wanted to make sure that they didn't become sexual unless there was depth, commitment, and exclusivity between them. But he was divorced and in no hurry to have anyone expect anything of him again. In fact, he would send mixed messages. Sometimes he would say he could imagine them spending more and more time together into the future. Other times he would be reactive if she brought up, you know, why don't you want to go on the trip with me next weekend? It would be great. Well, don't pressure me. Don't expect me to do anything. I hate when women expect. Clearly he was sending signals that he was emotionally unready, unavailable, and unhealthy for intimacy. He hadn't healed old wounds he had around boundaries and needs. But the problem was she didn't take those first signs and truly believe them and honor herself. She said she was a woman who knew she needed and deserved a full partner. And yet the little afraid inner child within her that didn't feel good enough was scared. She didn't deserve it and wouldn't get it. So she couldn't let go of the piece of a man that she was getting. She began to use what were called cognitive distortions. Look them up. We can go through a few of them right here. Cognitive distortion is how our mind lies to us for us. I don't want to let go of him. That's the deep subconscious thing. But, 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 and all the things that come after that, but, where we start lying to ourselves. But maybe... When we spend more time together, he'll feel safer and let his guard down. But maybe he just hasn't done healing work and he'll do the healing work. Or we'll do minimizing. Well, I don't think it's that bad. He's not really saying that he doesn't want to commit. We will dismiss. We'll get into black and white thinking. Either we're going to be together forever, maybe this guy's just an idiot. What's wrong with him? Doesn't he see how great we are? Complete denial is another one. I don't think he's doing that. It goes on and on and on, and she had them all. Because deep down, she didn't want to give up the fact that she had been lonely, and now here was this guy who, when they were together, it was great. It was nice to have someone to call when she had a tough day at work or to send a photo to in the middle of the day when she saw something cool. It was nice to have a person that, if she was sick, would bring soup over and actually care about her. 
but cognitive distortion was making her dismiss, tolerate, and eat the stuff that made her feel like shit, the stuff that made her sick, meaning she was pretending that she didn't also feel bad when there'd be a fireworks night in the neighborhood, and there he was in a lawn chair next to another woman. Or he'd be doing his radio show that he did in the local community radio, and he'd also be getting calls in from other women who clearly were flirty and familiar with him too. And it hurt. It didn't make her feel good. Or the times when he would get upset and pull away because she really hoped he'd go to a wedding with her. And don't, don't expect that of me. I'll get back to you. I don't know. In all, he used her as a convenience. When it was low effort for him or he had nothing better to do, sure, he'd be happy enough to enjoy her company. But no one was going to tie him down again. Cognitive distortion was how she kept lying to herself so that she could hang on to the few little bits of needs that were being met through him. Because of the fear her inner child had that nobody would ever show up to meet all of them. It actually took over a year to begin loosening the hold that he had on her. The way we loosen those cognitive distortions is to get to the real fear underneath them and start meeting the real emotional needs. It was helping Joanna learn she was worthy of love. It was her doing the things she avoided doing, looking in the mirror, doing inner child work, doing the, the tappings I'd customized for her around her childhood, doing some of the, the other tools that we use to help her let go of the I'm not loved, I won't find it, The scarcity fear that she would starve without his companionship. She wasn't attracting any other amazing, decent, full partners because she had this half guy that she couldn't let go of. But over that year, she began to let go. She began to feed herself her needs that we trained her to do. She began to create space and set limits and boundaries between her and him. She began to grow into her confidence She began to get other male attention, go on other dates. She began to go out into the world as a confident, loved woman instead of waiting at home for this guy to choose her. She became empowered. She took control. And as she did that, the cognitive distortions decreased. You know, if you're starving, you can talk yourself into eating almost anything. That leftover's not that old. Or this greasy diner doesn't look that bad. This is how cognitive distortion works. A big enough hunger for a need that's not met. A big enough fear that there isn't a better way to meet it. So I better lie lie to myself to get myself to do this. To get myself to tolerate the greasy, unpleasant food that I know isn't good for me, but I'm afraid I won't find anything else. The stuff that we know is unhealthy, but I, I've underfed myself. I haven't taken care of my needs, so I'm, I'm hungry, I'm craving, I'm lacking. And this is true emotionally too. That's how cognitive distortion is a burglar that breaks in. That's how it breaks in. That's the open window. Your unmet needs, your, your fears about not getting them met. Once we address those two things with Joanna, that guy became less and less a part of her Her mind, she didn't think about him as much. She didn't obsess about him. She didn't pay attention to him. She didn't wait for him, chase him. That's why she ended up with an amazing man who went out of his way because she was special to him. 
First, she had to treat herself as special and stop believing the lies her mind wanted to tell her. Thanks for joining us. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and also share this with anyone that you think it could help because I'm on a mission to help one million successful women have healthy, lasting relationships.